Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 11, the sticks episode of Spunk Lake Sports Thanksgiving edition. Plus, got a nice little episode ahead of us here. We're going to keep it pretty brief so you guys can stuff your faces and take your uh, coma naps, food coma naps. Got talk about the Vikes and Packers. Probably the best game I've seen all year. I know I'm really containing my excitement right now. Peace of my mind, you'll see. And then the Wolves are on a four-game winning streak. So this is, I'm pretty hyped. It's a big day for Yost. It's a big day for Yost. Big day. Follow-up again, short show for us today. Uh, we're going to come back with You Betcha, uh, my great redemption story and the progress I'm making there. Ooh, I can't and then we're gonna end, end the show with some, uh, some Thanksgiving-related draft items. We're going to try to set the tone for the week here for everybody. But episode sure. 11 starts right now. Welcome, welcome back. Episode number 11 of Spunk Lake Sports. Your hosts, Austin, Yostin, Klon, Connor, Klon. Klon, Vikings, Packers, you were there. It was wild. You were I, there. Yeah, well, it was, uh, I, I think I was there, according to physical evidence and pictures, I was there. Um, yeah, pretty crazy what story this saying? weekend. I've, I've, Did you I'm, have a couple I'm alive. Yeah, you got you to gotta love it. It was uh it was late Saturday night, and uh, Carter and I, my brother, uh, were notified, I guess you could call it. I think it was after 8 or 9. It was probably almost midnight for whatever it was worth. Uh, we were going to the game, and we were leaving at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, went down. It was absolute blast. Had a good crew of people we were with, too. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, the game was awesome. Man, U.S. Bank, I saw something yesterday. It was like the second biggest crowd in u.s bank stadium history or something i mean it was place was packed it was awesome i did hear that there was a lot of green jerseys in that crowd can you confirm it not i guess there there were i mean there were green bay fans there obviously there wasn't more than i expected it wasn't like that's good to it wasn't hear. bad that's i mean it's a border but i mean it's a little yeah, i heard the, I heard the announcers say that there's a lot of green jerseys and that really rubbed me the wrong way and honestly yeah. kind of pissed me off i just wanted to win that yeah. game so bad but right it's good oh, to hear that it wasn't totally. more than you'd expect i don't think it was bad i mean yeah probably i would say 30 percent of the stadium was packer fans for Did sure Did you hear a go pack go chant they try, yeah, a light they one tried. a couple okay. times. Yeah, they definitely. They tried. Tried. It wasn't. It wasn't like dominating though. You know, like remember a yeah. couple of years ago the Chargers when they played in that soccer stadium. And you had like the Steelers yeah. pretty much completely packed the house. It wasn't like that. I mean, it wasn't I mean, like I, a dominating. I mean, you force. could hear "Go Pack Go" throughout all of State Farm Stadium in Arizona for that Packers Cardinal right. game. But I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just old people living in Arizona at that point. Like exactly. And that's the thing here in Minnesota. It's, I mean, it's a short car ride for both teams. So, I mean, we travel well to Green Bay, too. So, it's not I mean, like it's just one way. Crazy thing is, is that, like, here in Arizona, if I was a native Arizonan, I'd be so pissed off every Sunday because I see more Packers and Vikings fans just going to the grocery store on a Sunday than Arizona <laughs> Cardinal fans. And it's like an overwhelming margin. Like, like I can't believe, USA. I couldn't imagine if I was a born bred Arizonan and a huge Cardinals fan because like 85% of Arizona, I swear to God, are from people out of state and none of them cheer for the Cardinals. They all cheer for their Never. home team. 
I just no, want to yeah. No, you're you're in such a perfect area for that too, where it's just all retired people and people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I had three oh, people yeah. on Sunday be like, "Fuck the Packers" at a grocery store, and I was like, "Fuck the Packers, my Speaking man." My Fuck language, the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna win tonight. Even though in the back of my head, I was like, "We might not. We'll probably actually blow this," but we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't know it. I mean, awesome game too for the Vikes. Yeah. Just I mean, well, I, I remember right off the bat. So Packers get the ball. Harrison Smith blitzes and immediately throws it to Devontae Adams, puts the Packers in like field goal position, like first few plays of the game. Like, what do you their, feel their like first the play? That was their first play from Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was their first play. I just didn't want to be wrong. But how was that? Like, how was that? Well, where where was the head at as soon as that happened? Because I know. I would have been just like, oh man, oh, we are not having this today. This is it not. Was, it was a little nerve wracking right away, but I, I, just, I don't know. First play of the game, wasn't too worried about it. We, we tend to, we either do really good things early in games, or we do really stupid things. More often than not, we do really good things. And I the one, most the one points thing, in the fourth quarter, or in the first quarter, excuse me, first right. quarter, most points in the first quarter in the NFL. Yeah, and that's and that was kind of our thought too, is we wanted to see like the fans around me and who mm-hmm. I was with wanted to see the first drive on offense for us. Just mm-hmm. you know, we run such a, a good scripted first 10, 15. Well, it plays was an in interception. Game. Or no, it wasn't an interception. Was it a fumble? When it was, was f- this? The for our, the Vikings first drive. Did Cousins it, fumble it or turn it over? Um boy. No, I thought we scored first drive. We almost threw an interception, I know, early. That's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, never mind. Yep, yep. That's what I'm sorry. There was a couple, I mean, almost interceptions that were called back or dropped or whatever. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I mean, we already jump out to, of course, we missed the extra point. Of course, that we was so fitting. Point. Yeah, it just, that just felt right, but especially nine, after making a 50 yarder right away, you know. I mean, what, what tied the game, but what do you think took us over the top for this? Well, it's a, it's was it just stuff. was it just playing the Packers? Was it just like, hey, Green Bay is in town. We have to be at our best. Is that what kind of happened this game, or like, how did this how did this end up being a win? Because obviously, we know like the talent. We've discussed that, blah blah blah. But like, they either show up or they don't. But they seem to play for the second straight week a pretty complete ish game. Because I mean, right. just when you when you look at it, I mean, yeah, Rodgers did throw three hundred eighty five yards and four touchdowns. But oh yeah, he honestly could have gotten yeah. a lot worse. It could have gotten a lot worse. For sure. Yeah, no. It, and it was, I mean, playing the Packers, obviously, I think it's the team a little bit more riled up maybe, and I'm not in the locker room, so I'm not going to speak to it, but yeah. I, I just think, think we it played, what, it's the it's the Packers. Right. Exactly. I I just think we played we played the same way we kind of played the Chargers. I mean, it's more of the same good things. Um I think the biggest thing that you and I have both talked about on the show the last 10 weeks is we're, we're taking shots down the field. Yep. This, you know, more so. I can't this believe week Kirk Cousins week. listens to our podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, that's and, and, and Zim and Kubiak. That's crazy. They have to, because that's what they brought up in the post game <laughs> press conferences that we're finally starting to take more shots. So we should have started this listening. I think the they have to be, but shout out to them. But yeah, I just just a better game offensively. The defense, our secondary is still awful. That's the good thing about going to games, in my opinion, is just getting to see all twenty-two guys at all times on yeah. the field. Just you kind never of what's really going see, on. You can't see all twenty-two on the on the big right. screen. Right, and there there are so many times where 
our secondary, we're trailing guys by three, four, six, seven, eight yards sometimes. And it's like, holy crap. Like they're just, they can get whatever they want. And, and they did, I mean, Rogers still threw for almost 400. So <laughs> they, the Packers offense wasn't necessarily bad. The Vikings defense did make a couple of good plays. Not going to totally rip on them, but our secondary still sucks. Like it's, yeah, it's not, not it's... Patrick Peterson's the only guy back there right now worth anything. I think McKenzie's not awful, but, but is he <laughs> like, how much is he worth though? Like his first few games, he got torched. Like it was pretty bad. We were talking about that right at the beginning of uh, starting the show pretty much is just, the secondary is terrible. Like even Patrick Peterson who's supposed to be good, but he's just crusty and old. So he, yeah, he, he's at least a leader and somewhat consistent. Yeah. He does provide some sort of right. He's <laughs> some sort of positive. I think and when we're, when we're pulling at straws and working with what we got and he, he's kind of that, the, the bright spot, but yeah, <laughs> no, he, he, he played. Okay. Breland is awful. Breland really sucks, man. He's, he's bad. Man, he's really tough. Bad. It's he's he's a tough guy to watch, and Ooh, it hurts. He, he made he made a couple decent plays, but like then he like I hate it when those damn cornerbacks and and those safeties whenever they like make a play or I don't know a, a, so a ball sails ten yards over their head yeah. and the receivers head they <laughs> give the no no yes. I did this like yeah no, you floor, didn't you, throwing the arms Rogers just overthrew it once in the. 50 times like he yep. throws the ball like yeah no i, I totally you just got there. lucky bud you we just have a lot got lucky we have a lot of that on our defense right now for sure we have a lot of those guys but yeah fun I game mean, i mean the atmosphere in u.s bank if you've never been and you're a vikings fan you gotta go like oh, that was my how many have i been to now four, fourth game i think in that building we were at the and, first one yeah, yeah, we went granted. to the first one together. Preseason, granted, but yep, the actual really the, the first, first official Vikings football game in U.S. Bank Stadium. Teddy broke yep. some ankles that game. <laughs> That's right. Teddy was still there for that. But yeah, Ted, Ted that, Ward Bridgewater, H2O. Oh, the man, the man, the myth, and the U.S. Bank Stadium legend I mean, for one game. I mean, um, I'd like to, I'd like to quick say, like, we were right, Claude. Like, we were totally one hundred thousand percent right. I think we were on the like, right track anyway. Delvin Cook, 22 rushes, 86 yards, 3.9, four-yard average. Like, nothing special there whatsoever. So, even though they did force it, like, a few times, but what did they do? If Delvin Cook was only getting four yards a rush, you're throwing it down the field. Justin right, Jefferson right. is a very good wide receiver. I said last week he was probably top 10 wide receiver in the league. After this week, yeah, you might. He, he might crack the he top five. Short. He's he's literally right there. I think the only reason people aren't putting him higher is because he's in his second year in the league. Right. He He's and a phenomenal Thielen, player. Like, Thielen acquired really eight receptions too. himself, 82 yards, and he also got a touchdown. Like, that's, that's what should be happening with this Vikings offense. Kirk can throw it 35 times if he wants to because he can put up 341 right. and three touchdowns. But that's right. only if our offensive playing calling is on point because, my God, Delvin Cook still gets 22 carries, but at the same time, it was still somewhat effective. But if at least if you balance that out between passing and run, there's no, like, decisive best player on this team. We have an extremely right. balanced offense. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think we, we have been saying it like that. And I just, for Vikings fans listening to this, like, 
a good rule of thumb going forward to just kind of judge how things are going. If statistically this is what it looks like week in and week out, mm-hmm. that means we're playing we're, we're playing pretty well. If we're throwing the ball thirty times a game, you know, if one of the if between T one and Jefferson somebody's got a hundred yards receiving, or things both. are going well. And that, let's that, and those are good trends. I would look for. I would say, would you say this is the best offensive game of the season so far? I think based on the competition we played, it is. Yeah, exactly. I would say just, would just say. for how things went too, we executed better, I think, than any other game we've played. And that's that's the most important thing. Things scored in every quarter. We, we scored in every it. quarter. We didn't let one quarter kick our ass whatsoever. I think that's what exactly. Big. Exactly. And at the same time, we need to come with that energy for every single game for the rest of the season. Yeah. Packers eight. Packers had the best record in the NFC. Like they were the number one seed before this week. We beat them. We beat literally the record wise, the best team in the NFC, but I would like to call out like I did last week, how bad the Packers competition has been. So just want to throw that out there. However, Vikings did what they had to do, right? Took it. How are you feeling after that game? Give me a, give me a letter grade. How are you feeling after that game? I think, what did I give us extension? after half of the year? I, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I would say, I mean, it's gone based on the last two games. I think if you're going to look at like a letter grade, I mean, it's got to be closer to like a high B, low A type stuff because this is what this team should be doing. And we won, you know, the last couple games. So right. good Just way to turn the corner. And five and five. We're such a better team, man. Right. We're exactly. We're better than that. And if we keep playing like this, logically speaking, we should have a better record logically speaking every team under us in the playoff race we're we are much like not we're even better, better than, them, than yeah. much better than when we play like this when we don't play like this we're not that good but yeah, when, when we, play when we like don't this, play we like this we're like the team. panthers and saints without their starting qb when we exactly. do play That's like this we're, the, we're one of the top five teams in the league yeah there's no in between <laughs> yeah we either win the super bowl we take you know dead last no i'm no. just kidding but you know what i mean like it's it's Kind Feels of a rain like or pour, rain when it rains, it pours type situation, but easily things are rolling. Things are rolling. Oh, we'll roll into peace of my mind here, Klon. Keep things uh, a rolling on our part. Anything that's uh, that's gotten you this week? Anything well, going to the game, and we kind of hit on it prior to this already. Um, God, I, just... I bet going to a game would make you hate Packers fans like three times as much as you already do. Yeah, fair. It, it does, and that's the piece of my mind this week actually goes to uh, oh, some really? Green Bay Packer fans. Um, Suckers. Just, and, you know, you never want to be, I guess when you talk about sports in general, you never want to base a fan base off of a couple idiots, but there but was a, a lot, lot of idiots, idiots on Sunday, and I'm sure there was a lot of idiot Vikings fans too. I'm not going to say one way or the that's other, fair. but I'm a Vikings that, fan, so I'm not going to no. rip on ourselves. Um no. It just, it was always, it's, I'm sure there's always a few guys that take it way too far. Right. Well, it's a game. I, I th- we my, specifically, team, I guess where game. this came up. Yeah. Right. But specifically where this came up is like after the game, we were just walking out of the stadium and it wasn't intended to me, but I was just kind of overhearing people as it was happening. And Cole Packer fans just kept yelling at Vikings fans that were like high-fiving each other and celebrating their Packer fans chirping from across the way. Like, yeah, there's your Super Bowl, guys. Have fun winning your Super Bowl. They, all, like, they keep saying that. They always say that. You know they're mad. You won one Super Bowl. That's when you know they're mad. Like, and, and I guess the genius uh, couldn't realize that we are now in the playoffs, too, uh, with that win that puts us back in the actual playoff bracket right now. I'd, 
it, it just drives me nuts that like these they, they act like they're the Patriots, like they win a Super Bowl every couple of years, whatever, and they've won again, what one in twenty years? Like it's just their their logic, like they act like they're just this great franchise they've done all these great things like you have as many Super Bowls as the Eagles right now and actually the Eagles have one more recently than you do um yeah. in these in the last I guess it's you call it this era like, of the NFL I mean, they're the just last, complete they're, they're just there's no I couldn't sense drive the last time the Packers won a Super Bowl I was I was still doing picking my nose so couldn't drive myself to school yeah, yeah. couldn't, couldn't drive, drive a car school, picking my nose to do all the above I mean, no that, I mean that's fine they won a Super Bowl but why we're in the playoffs you know like what does that mean like we're supposed to stop trying now because yeah like this is just what are we supposed to not be happy we just yeah right you'd be celebrating the same way you guys you guys are so like the packers fans are so self-righteous they think they're above everyone else they act like cowboy fans is the only when it comes to their division especially when it comes to the nfc north fan base they're they're like we are way up here and that's because most of those packer fans are like that are like that are between the ages of 15 and like 45 where all they've seen are two hall of fame quarterbacks. Yeah. And you have two Super Bowls. Just wait till it doesn't happen. They re- Just wait till it doesn't happen. One time. Oh, ooh, Jordan Love, We're, hopefully not the answer. I can't wait like to so see that fan base. They're it's so entitled. Back. It's coming back. I'd say it, it's coming it, back. Tides are turning again. It'll it'll come back, and that's fine. But yeah, just piece of my mind goes to those specific Packer fans, not the entire fan base. But they're just if you if your logic follows those lines of the Vikings are playing you week eleven as as if it's our Super Bowl, you're just a complete moron. You're just you're not smart. Like we we have bigger and better goals. We are in the playoffs with the season end today. Like yeah, it's just dumb. Whatever. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, those Packer fans just. Just absolutely mind-boggling. The logic's just not there. But, yeah. How about you, Yas? Who are you uh, ripping on today? Oh, you know who I'm ripping on? Take a wild guess. I, I, I think Packer fans have a reason to be ripped on today. I am, we are literally coming for throats here. Packer fans? Just so people know, just so listeners know, Yas and I don't talk about these before we start, besides, like, the last 10 seconds before we start the show recording. So we had no idea we were doing this, but it no. just, I think. The week calls for it. The week calls for this. Like, and that's that's how it should show how in like entitled Packers fans really think they are. You're not an owner of the team. You're not. But here's what there's it really no financial is. value in that. You're not an <laughs> owner. You don't own the team. You get a certificate in the mail. You can you can you can shovel Lambeau Field when it snows 12 inches. Go ahead. Like, no. You own more of the team than if you just buy one of these shares or whatever the heck they. They're not even shares. I don't even get it. It's just a fundraiser. Yeah, it, it's it's a scam. But my real, the real piece of my Stupid. mind is <laughs> that just shows that we'll just yeah, but we're I'll, working I'll with here. Pa- All right, piece of my mind: Packers saying the Vikings aren't their real rivals. They're si- the, the the Packers fan, and this is for like a specific Packer fan base, right? Those for those, same, for, yeah, for those, those Packer fans who, about. yeah, for the Packer fans who acknowledge that the Vikings are your biggest rival right now. Thank you for using your brain. Thank you for using your brain. For a lot of the Packer fans, for some reason, they still say the, the Vikings wish we were rivals with them. No, the Bears are our real rivals. I don't get it, dude. What, what are you talking about? It's the fun last, to pick a rival you're going to beat all the time. The, the last uh, 
let's just get this straight too. Let's how if you have a rival, just help me out here, Clon. If you have a rival, shouldn't it be not one sided completely? Well, the whole point of it is it's competitive. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of it is competitive. So Duke, North Carolina, that's a rivalry, right? Back and forth. It's only separated by like one or two games, like all the time. Yeah. After hundreds of games against each other. Yeah. It's down to, you know, a couple to separate it. All right. Just wanted to make that clear. Just wanted to get that a little clear. So since 2010, the Packers are 20 and four against the Chicago Bears, 20 and four, including playoffs. And this is the reason why Aaron Rodgers goes into Soldier Field, gets a rushing touchdown, and says, I own you. I still fucking own you. That and he does. That's not a rival. <laughs> if you no. that's that's it's just Lions number two. But then Seriously. apparently these Packer fans are like, no, it's the Bears. It's the Bears. No, it's not, because Minnesota is up on Green Bay five, three, and one in the last nine meetings. So And that's going back to 2017 when we made the NFC championship. Hmm. So we have more wins against Green Bay in the last four years than Chicago does in the last 11. Again, it's fun. It's fun to pick a rival you're going to beat all the time. You want to pick the guy you're going to beat all the time. This is literally, yeah, it's not a rival then. Like you're just doing it off a history basis then. That's like saying, Michigan and Ohio State, big rivals, right? Yeah, they Not may really. hate each other, but guess what? Michigan hasn't won. Michigan's won maybe once in both of our lifetimes. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously, it's just it's like beat Ohio State, and then Ohio State says, "Let's just go. Let's just get to the college football playoff." Like that's what it is for. Yeah, it's a layup game going into each and every year, and that's probably what it is for this the side of the Packers and and the Bears. The Bears probably put up a giant sign that says beat the Packers and the Packers are like, let's not lose in the NFC championship this year, <laughs> even though it does. Yeah, seriously. You know, that's yeah. exactly what happens. Right. So Agreed. like Packer fans, I will rip on you till the end of time. I that, respect a given. lot of you. Not all of you. I'll just, I'll put that out there. I respect a decent amount of you. I respect, <laughs> I you. respect the pack. I respect the Packers fans. I respect, and the rest can really just take a hike. Go away. The, the Vikings are here, dude. Like quit, quit acting like it never happened. Like quit acting right. like that. It just never happens. Like we are here and we literally put up a fight every single like we time. do beat you. Yeah, we do. Beat even you. though we do lose to Chicago in soldier field almost every year. This is it's always still rivalry. That's why that's all yeah, exactly. exactly. Come get some. You just lost again. How's that feel? <laughs> Long season. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um going over to something here, Clon, that's really close and dear to my heart. I'm not more, sure more of a positive side for you, Austin. More, I mean, it's it's a pot. Like I'm laughing. Like this is a great week, man. <laughs> this is the best weeks of all weeks. It was Packer Vikings week. We mucked them, and we didn't miss the field goal. Didn't even touch on that. We didn't miss the field goal. So that's amazing. Yeah, we know what we're doing now. But now, even better, the Timberwolves are on a four-game win streak. Could be five if we beat the Suns on uh, the 15th. Either way, we've beat our last four opponents, one of them being the Grizzlies, who we we actually lost seven straight to before this. 
and we beat him by over 40 points. So big win. Beat the Kings by 10, beat the Spurs by oh, hold on. 25. Sorry, Albany math. Good math. Out of boy. Way to over, stay on. I'm not I'm not even gonna calculate this one. Over 40, it looks like 43 points to the Grizzlies win. And we beat the Pelicans by oh god. 16 guys if you can see him right now the brain is just melting over here it's not 14 14 there he is he's bad that's bad all right 14 all right so and for the first time ever for the first time i've seen the wolves win multiple games by double digits and not only double digits by over 20 points granted this roster should have won those games by that many points however the fact that we actually did it this time Blows my mind. Impressive. On, on top of that, if isn't you it sweet watch, when your team does what it's supposed to? It's crazy, isn't it, dude? I just like I get so giddy, like I get so excited, even though those are what the even though we're like sort of meeting expectations, we should be better. But I will say this: the Timberwolves, for the first time in Carl Anthony Towns's career, defensively are ranked not in the bottom twenties. Not in the bottom third in the league. Which quite frankly, the team, most of the time that's impressive. That's 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 actually that's quite the feat they're pulling off there. Quite frankly, we didn't just we're not just in the top twenty anymore defensively. We're number seven in the league, number seven in total defensive rating. And I get it. Like these last four opponents haven't been much. Like the whole, pretty much the whole season we've had like four worthy opponents right we did beat the bucks but they were missing a couple guys they were missing middleton and such and we lost the clippers twice and they lost and they don't even have Kawhi leonard yet but however the fact that we actually showed progress defensively progress the pro, something that hasn't been in the timberwolves dictionary my entire life oh sorry about that wake up could talk about the wolves, just look. I'm just saying, pro- progress was needed and progress was made with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're number seven defensively in the league. If ask Yost, ask Yost before the season starts, you're Yost. Yeah, I'm saying theoretically, ask Yost before the season starts. Hey, or tell Yost before the season starts, the Wolves will be ranked seventh defensively 17 games into the season, and I'll be like. Well, we'd probably be undefeated at that point. <laughs> that's the problem, yeah. That's but, that's where your head's at here. But when I say that, I all, that also means at the same exact time, I don't believe that whatsoever. Like, that's just not going to happen. That's not in the cards, and that'll never happen for this team. However, it did. And even though we are struggling offensively, I do see a ridiculous amount of progress with this team, just mindset-wise, right? I got to give a shout-out to my boy, Cart. It's Pat Bev to the moon, baby. Pat Bev to the moon. He's he's changed everything. He really has. Two two name drops in one episode. The guy's on fire. Shout cart. The guy knows. But seriously, like when it all comes down to it, this is just you can complain about the offense. You can complain about D'Lo missing shots, but his net rating currently with the Wolves right now is off the charts and the best on the team. So what that means is when he's on the court our team is significantly better, even when he's having a bad game. And historically, D'Lo is obviously a fantastic shooter. So 
eventually when that comes into play, it's game over. It's game over. The Wolves are back. They're ranked seventh defensively. Wolves are back. The Wolves are back. When, they when won the four, leave for the four straight games. Put that on a banner and hang it in the target center because that would be our third. <laughs> you are such a Wolves yeah, fan. It's no, it would be our fourth. The, the, the rose-colored glasses on this guy, folks. It is nuts. He's already got finals tickets courtside. He's going to carry Anthony Edwards onto the floor piggyback style. It's already it's set in stone. Hey, if he If he wanted it, I would give it to him. We, we we don't play a team under 500 till January now. I See, know some of these teams, I'm, we talked about it. that are, are... I'm, And I mentioned it. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is going to really test where this team is at. Not only just skill-wise and where we are, but mindset-wise. We're going to go through a gauntlet for the next month here until January. And this is really just going to show where our heart is, where our effort is, if we actually give a shit this year. And if we're good. So this is perfect. I'm glad this is happening because if we're going to just run through a gauntlet of teams, I'd rather have it be in the third month of the season when we're still kind of trying to figure out this lineup. And fun fact on top of that, the Timberwolves, yes, they are the 10th seed in the West right now. And yes, it is pretty early in the season. However, we're two games out of that four spot. In that four spot is the Los Angeles Clippers who don't have Kawhi Leonard. So you never know what can happen. Yeah, they won't get any better. Who? (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to improve on Kawhi. Say it. Who? The Clippers. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the the Wolves. I was like, no, we're to the moon. To the moon. I just, uh, I don't know. I I don't have much for expectations over here if if you can't tell. Look, I think when it all comes down to it, it's going to be a – we're recording this on Tuesday night. Big, big game tomorrow, Wednesday. At home PMG. versus the freaking Heat. Jim Butt is coming into town. And that – oh, God, I could do a whole piece of my mind episode on that guy. But this is a big game. And I think the guys know it. And when you have a guy like Pat Bev who pays attention to that kind of stuff, he's he knows it's like it's a big game, big, big game. Cat knows Again. it. Ant knows it. Literally everyone that Wolves team wants to beat Jimmy Butler. Never forget a couple years ago when uh, D'Lo blocked Jimmy at the buzzer and we won that game. So, Jimmy, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what a way to end the segment. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? Are you going to add anything or am I just going to? I can, I I can, I can throw my two cents in just... here about the Wolves. I do. I mean, obviously winning games is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I want right. the Timberwolves to win four games like, in a row. I just, I mean, does it? I, I don't. I don't know what. Step the in the right direction. Not we're winning games by twenty plus points. That's we are. That's more yeah, than. Yeah, I'll give you that. It, it's it's refreshing to see us actually take care of business the way that we are. And yeah. I mean, blowouts. First time in ten years, at least. For right. Us. Yeah. For what we've seen for blowouts, Timberwolves usually receive those. Um, mm-hmm. Don't dish them out all that often. So obviously a positive. There's there's things to be happy about, but. these seasons like the NBA and the NHL are just so long. Like there's just so much that can happen. And the, the typical season, a fifth of the season is already done. So, right. Although it is long, it does go by pretty fast. I'd like to, it does feel like, yeah, it feels like we just started. I get that. But I, 
I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, like, with the Wolves, all this new stuff with defense and all these new guys, you add Vanderbilt, you add Pep Barrow. That's going to take time. In the second year. Like, what? just show me what you can do. You know, I don't really have expectations. I don't think that's a bad thing for the Timberwolves. Dude. But get me get me to February. Get me to March and see where we shake out. And obviously, if like things are trending ahead. the right way, I would rather have that than it not trend the right way. But yeah. it's just such a long year, and I've seen the Timberwolves – We've seen them crush for two weeks and they lose for six straight. You know, it's this is well, it, have they ever two seasons ever. sometimes? Right. Well, I'm I'm just glad you're here because if I was doing this podcast by myself, I would be in big trouble because I wouldn't be able. Yeah, to you would have had us. You'd have Thank us. God you are here to at least like bring it down a notch. Be be the smart ish guy talking about this stuff, but like. It's well, different. I do think I'm one of the more negative Timberwolves fans around. Oh, yeah, I won't I deny that. But <laughs> always have been. Always have. But been. I just think, like, what, what, from what we've seen trends wise, yeah, like, I, I mean, it's accurate. You know, like we're trending in the right direction, but we still we are. Prove it. That's what. You're right. Saying. Just show me what you can do. I don't even care what the season shakes out to be. We're but you seeing have to, right you have to give us credit that we've trended right. upwards twenty percent of the way in the season for the first time in probably our lifetimes. Excluding the KG era for the first time in our lifetimes, we're actually trending in a positive yeah, direction. Post KG, this is probably one of the more positive Timberwolves environments we've had. Yeah, I would say it's that. the only positive Timberwolves Maybe the only one, yeah, that's true. Knuckle, knuckle push-ups and Ricky Rubio. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. No, but for real, yeah. like this is – and i just like to give a quick shout-out to Jared Vanderbilt above all. This guy has been kind of dumped around the league. He's had a couple stints in the G League. This guy is only 22 years old. He had his highest scoring game this past game. And at the same time, he's probably the most, next to Pat Bev, obviously, he's probably the most tenacious and, I mean, just offensive rebounding. He's, he's, yeah, he's the he's toughest tough guy. guy we have on he our does team. The, he does Pat the tough Bev. stuff. 16 points last night. That's his season high. 11 rebounds. That's literally all we need from him. Anthony Edwards, Towns, and Russell are going to take care of the rest. If Vanderbilt can set good screens, he can rebound both defensive and offensive rebounding and make a couple plays here and there. He had a sweet alley-oop last night. I mean, like, he's filling the spot very well for the Timberwolves right now. And can and it just blows my mind that this guy is only 22. Like, he's right. got potential to even eventually develop a three-point corner shot. Eventually. 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 He just plays eventually. with so much energy, man. He plays with more energy than even Pat Bev does. And Pat Bev pretty much saved this team single-handedly to the moon. To the moon. Timberwolves maybe to the moon. Yet to be seen. But Yet maybe. Seen. Just maybe. saying. It's possible. It is. But if uh, you want to head up, are we trying to get to you betcha here, Klon, or do you want to take let, a break let, first? Let, let's, let, let's take a break. We'll, we'll reevaluate after the break. We'll, we'll let our heads clear from the basketball, and we'll get back to the pointed ball with the stripes on it. You're sometimes. saying it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a bad thing. You just, you're so, so wrapped up. I just want you to condense, come back to earth for us. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Spunk Lake Sports will be back. Welcome back, everyone. Episode num number 11, the sticks episode here. Got pretty fired up already. Wolves, four-game winning off the handle streak. there, yeah. Settle down. 
Yeah, Wolves four-game winning streak could be five. If we beat Jimmy Butler, I might get arrested. And then the Vikings beat the Packers. So let's uh let's kind of round out a pretty quick show here with uh, you betcha and our special power rankings for Thanksgiving here, Klon. Uh, you want to talk about last week, or do you want to pass this time? I I, I have to talk about it because uh I guess in reality it was actually a bright spot. Uh, split the games this weekend. Uh, finally didn't go all in two. No freaking way! You like. actually so, did uh, it, huh? No zero and two. This yeah, I won one. I did. Um, oh shit! It's still not pretty. The record still shows five and thirteen on the board. That's not what you want. I think the race for the season is pretty much effectively over. That Yost has uh, had got the sealed, but for uh, moral purposes anyway, and for my sanity, we're to keep trying at at least, just to kind of try hard, love the game, my friend. Yeah, yeah, it's for all. It's for the spirit of the game. Uh, but at least. Give myself a quick recap. I was still mad at the Gophers, so I took Indiana plus seven. Gophers stomped the yard um, with the Hoosiers, so that was actually a loss for me. But again, kind of a win on the backside. I'll take that. Not exactly what you're going for, but it works. Um, and then I took last minute. I was actually going to take the Packers to beat the Vikings, which I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, but I switched to the Chiefs. The Chiefs two and a half at home against Dallas. They took care of business by 10 there, so I got a win. I actually moved ahead, you know, uh, checked one in the wing column for a change. Um, not my best work, but we'll take it anyway. It's better than what I've been doing. Um, just going right into my picks right away for the sake of time. Uh, looking at this weekend, rivalry weekend in college football. So, yes, sir. you know, that magical where we brought up a lot so far today already. Um, in the college world, I'm actually going to take Ohio State minus eight at Michigan. Um I just think Ohio State's a lot better than they were eight, nine weeks ago, um, particularly when they played the Gophers. I think they're a lot better now. I just don't think Michigan's that good. And, I, again, just, you know, not enough points to, to keep that spread close. So I'll take Ohio State there. And then in the NFL world, I think I got a little bit fired up about the Packers during our earlier segments. So I'm going to take the Rams uh, with one point to give. That's a plus one in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is still banged up, allegedly, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'll take the Rams. They're Jeez. due for a good game. Green Don't Bay, even get I mean, me started. I'm already on the path. If Aaron Rodgers is really hurt, he's really hurt, whatever. But Did you see how he was talking about that? He's like, oh, it's really, really bad. God, <laughs> this guy, like, this guy, like, puts yeah. himself on a pedestal. Like, yes, hey, hyping himself I'm, but, I'm, but I'm doing it. I'm playing through this disgustingly awful, terrible pain yeah. right now in my toe. Okay, so from what I heard on that story, and I'm not going to get too far into it, but he uh, said his, his interview was repulsive. I was like, "All right, quit right. acting like you're on a freaking high horse here." Right. You're so not his, toe, his toe's not broken, but it's worse than turf toe. That's like the only thing worse than turf toe is breaking your toe. Like, so you just have bad turf toe. Like that. That's all. You don't need to make it sound better. It's just all it is. Just bad turf toe. Dude, it hurts. Guy, something wrong, but that guy needs to retire now. He needed to retire yesterday. I cannot stand listening to this fucking guy anymore. He's ridiculous. It's it's a lot worse than turf toe. It can't be if it's. I mean, dude, I don't get just it. like why are you putting yourself up on a massive pedestal right now? Like, ah, uh, yeah, I still had a really good game, but my toe, like, oh my, my toe, toe really hurts. My toe injury is really really bad so it's really amazing that i did what i did this week even though we lost like quit making excuses exactly. for yourself dude exactly oh, that just got me fired up again yeah all right did you did you pick your other team yet 
Yeah. Yeah. I did both mine. I got Ohio state and the Rams. All right. So you? bring us home. I mean, I'm just hovering around 500 here. Um, I picked Alabama to absolutely thwomp Arkansas because Arkansas scored zero points against Georgia. Well, they scored 45 or not 45, 35 against Alabama in a 35 to 42 loss. So it was Much closer minus, than it should have been. It was, it was minus 21. I figured in a, it just made sense that Alabama would crush them. Obviously, they, yep. they didn't. I lost. So they get for playing New Mexico Collegiate Junior College State, whatever, a couple weeks ago. University A and M. Yeah, that's that's Alabama's fault. I can't. I just it just blows my mind. And then I picked the Niners as seven point favorites in Jacksonville. That went as planned. So this week I actually got a nice little one lined up. I'm picking. It's maybe the most confident you've been in your picks. This might be the most confident I've ever seen you walking into something like this. Uh, yeah, I definitely have to say, yeah, Panthers plus one and a half in Miami. Yeah, the Panthers are probably going to win this game. I, I get it. They lost to the, the football team last week, but they still scored. Hey, Cam Newton showed up, went 21 of 27, 189 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing. Like, he's back. It's pretty cool, cool to see, see Cam making just, some new, some news. That's awesome. Yeah, make it making news back in a Panthers jersey on top. Yeah, right. Of that. So I mean, just being like, just having the performance he has after how many weeks not having a job, that's gonna push you. And just being home in Carolina, that's gonna push you even further. Even exactly. though it is in Miami this week, I can't really see the Panthers losing to a Miami team that's just kind of just utterly mediocre that's a great cam way to put missed, it, yeah. cam only missed six passes last week and even though like he didn't throw for a lot of yards by any means like his his per completion wasn't over 10 yards but he's not making mistakes and he's not missing throws which have been his achilles heel for basically his entire career right and albeit it was against the football team but they got miami this week one and a half bank on it panthers in college football, I'm taking Wake Forest minus as five-point favorites over Boston College here. Wake Forest scored 35 points in every game this year besides last week against Clemson. They gave up 45, but they still scored 27, so they were literally one touchdown away from meeting that goal. So they score a lot of points. Boston College, seventh in the ACC not really respectively. I Five points is <laughs> – Kind of respectively. <laughs> Scoring as many points as Wake Forest does, it should be over five points. So I'm taking Wake Forest in that one. I agree with you. I agree with you. You're finding the holes in Vegas' boards now. I like it. Look at you. You're already hacking the well, system. There, I mean, uh, there's one guy at 500 and the other one's like 12. Like The one's not. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. I'm on it over here. Not even close. Yeah, that's me. But yeah, another good round there. Hopefully I get closer to 500. That'd be cool. I'll take that. In a perfect world. But yeah, Yas, it's the most wonderful time of the year, man. We got the best holiday coming. That's okay. Well, that's next. This is the best holiday. This is. This is the best holiday of the year. That's your opinion, dude. We're having Christmas, a draft about it's food fun. for this Christmas holiday. Is more funner. More funner. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Write that in your quote book, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Put that one on a t-shirt and sell it. No, this is the best holiday. There's, there's nothing better than Thanksgiving. This is my favorite holiday of the year. I'm amped up. This draft, this is the most thought I've put into a draft that we've done or any sort of selectioning, selection, oh, wow, good word, Connor, selectioning 
more, more selecting that we've done. I, I've yeah. put more thought into this than anything. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, what what do we what are we doing here? What are we ranking? So we're drafting, I guess. Or I guess our maybe it's more personal power ranks. I guess we can double yeah. up here just because personal power rankings. Options. Personal power rankings. Thanksgiving foods, the traditional stuff you maybe see if your family does a little bit different. Hats off to you. Don't really care. Mm-hmm. We're going off what we're used to, but we'll just go off power rankings. Top three, right? We're doing top, top three. three. We're going three to one. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay, you go. You go first. You go first because my number three, I, I got to explain. So you go All first. Right. Number three is definitely not cranberry sauce because I discussed that last week. Number three. <laughs> Thought that would have snuck in there. I just had to. Cranberry sauce sucks. And I haven't tried it and I will refuse to try it for the foreseeable future. However, number three on my power rankings is going to be mashed potatoes. And why it's number three, not number two or one is because you need gravy with it. You know, you, you can't, if you're just forking and shoveling down mashed potatoes without gravy, you are drunk, sir. You've had too many Budweiser. <laughs> it's dry. It's dry over here. <laughs> you, you've had too many Budweiser's, but depend. I mean, if you're going with like an urban garlic mashed potato or just more so the straight butter, you're really banking on success. Mashed potatoes, you gotta probably, do probably the yeah. most consistent the serving i would say or food food choice at thanksgiving i get that i'm with <laughs> you on that i mean it's neat it's like the foundation literally the really building block like, it sets the tone it's the tone setters yeah right yeah it really gets you gets you going for the day or i guess multiple meals however you however it's you the celebrate fullback of thanksgiving food it is that's a great way to put it we go yeah. as our fullback goes your thanksgiving is going to go as your mashed potatoes go and goddamn yeah. right I like that. If, if like your that. mashed potatoes are dry, you can bet your turkey's dry. Oh, no. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all it's all going to go downhill. That's fair. That's the I like job. that. That's a good comparison. No, it's I your like number that. three. My number three. All right. Going over to my side. Kind of segueing off of you um, pretty well here because of the mashed potatoes pick. My number three, and we kind of debated this before the show if I needed to, to, to even pick three. this or not. Um, but I have to take gravy. I have to take it just because it is it is necessary. Shout out Ed and Nettie. Again, mashed potatoes can be great. If there's no gravy, we might be in trouble. And and it saves the turkey every time. Turkey really is not good by itself. If you have just plain like sliced dry turkey at your Thanksgiving, that's tough. I'm sorry. You need to you need to do better. Like just try something different. Pour water on it. I don't care. Like anything. That that bitch has um, gotta be moist. It's got it's gotta be better than that. So <laughs> I'm taking this thing that makes everything go like the gravy makes everything possible. It enables your fullback. You know, it gets your fullback going. Gravy is basically the quarterback. Like we need it, but I got to take it. I got, we need, we need gravy. Otherwise none of this means anything. And so if that's, that's where we'll start with my third. How about you? Take us up a notch. Where are we going at two? Number two, number two is just another consistent player, like staple in the Thanksgiving plate. It's got to be stuffing. Now, I don't really know what stuffing is. I don't really know <laughs> what goes in stuffing, but God damn it, it's super good. <laughs> and I probably eat more stuffing than anything else. I don't, I, I seriously don't even know what's in it. It looks like there's like little bread pieces <laughs> in it. 
like there's little on. bread pieces in it. It's and... basically like yeah, it's kind of like bread almost, almost yeah, like, not really, but kind of like, something like that. I honestly don't know. Come what on, yeah, <laughs> stay well, with us right, here. Well, I mean, do you want me to Google it right now? I'll Google the ingredients and stuffing, and I'll probably agree with everything. Like I like everything in there. Well, I mean, you can make stuffing so many different ways. There's, I know people that put vegetables in their stuffing, they put meat in their stuffing. Right? But yeah, the yeah. foundation. Yeah, yeah. I've seen celery like in it. I've seen sausage in it. I don't understand what really stuffing is but shit it's so freaking good and one of those thanksgiving me like a a, is it's not an element of a thanksgiving meal you don't get at any other time like you just unload on it for maybe a week with with leftovers and yeah with leftovers have you ever had stuffing outside of thanksgiving is that even i think i've had it at christmas christmas or easter that wouldn't make sense before but that's about it stuff like that yeah shout out jesus but I just, yeah, yeah. Thank, I, I love stuffing. I just don't under, really, I don't really understand what it does or what's in it at all. You're an adult, dude. <laughs> I've, like, I've seen a few You can things. cook for yourself. You can figure. I out do what cook for is. myself. I don't cook Thanksgiving dinner because everyone else does that for me. All right, fair enough. I guess you could volunteer to cook it sometime. That sounds like a mess if you don't know what stuffing is. We might no. not want to go that route, but no, fair enough. I'm not. Fair enough. No. Bold not choice today. to pick something. Not you today, don't Satan. That's fair. Fair enough. Bold choice to pick something I don't really understand. Yeah. It's super good. So. I would have thought you'd pick cranberry sauce before doing that, but all right. Well, I'll take that. All right. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah. That's a little crazy. All right. Switching over to my side here. My number two, just to kind of double you up. I mean, most of the time, I guess to be really specific, um, it is mashed potatoes, but to be really specific with my mashed potatoes pick at two here, um, my grandma used to make these like really specific like garlic and parmesan cheese ones where like I'm in a pan like in a big roaster warm up with like the cheese on top of it that shit was unbelievable so that's what's going at number two it's not just any mashed potatoes none of your not your run-of-the-mill type stuff that specific stuff is what i'm picking my grandma's specific nobody else is gonna get that except for my family maybe i mean maybe wow. you guys have your own version or whatever but what a flex that that's a specific number two pick for me that 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 mashed potato pick yeah it, it had to be dressed up a little okay okay so should I, should I take it off take number one here yeah let's hear it cap us up all right so for my friends in the midwest for everyone in the midwest i've been down here in arizona for over a year now uh for the first time i was invited i'm just gonna stop i'll be right here yes i think we're gonna tie i think we're gonna pick the same thing but continue Sorry to interrupt. Potentially. I don't know. Continue. But I think for, it's the same. That, that confuses me because I've never even heard of this in the Midwest at any point in my life. Oh, then you took me in a different direction. But not yeah, num- number one for me, if you've never had this before, fellow Midwesterners, you should definitely try this. Best Thanksgiving food is deep fried turkey. Deep fried. Oh, turkey. you went that route. No, I deep read that wrong. T- not, not, no, you don't throw the turkey in the oven. You don't take one bite and, and you feel like the Sahara deserts in your mouth. No deep fried Turkey, the white, it, I don't know if you've seen the videos or anything, but like, it's just this giant pot of oil, heat her up, cook the Turkey in there. It takes half the time, maybe even more. And like, maybe it takes half the time, maybe even less time to cook the Turkey deep frying it. than you do putting in the oven for uh three days who knows i don't know yeah, i haven't, I haven't cooked thanksgiving yet but Shout out what i know it's, a, it's what's quite a long time but 
the deep fried turkey, man, the, the white meat tastes like the dark meat on an oven baked turkey and the dark meat on a deep fried turkey tastes like sex. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. It's, it's that good, dude. Like it really is. That's the only word I could think of right off the top of my head. I'll let you have that. That's fair enough. You had to let the people know. But I'll yeah, yeah, no. Know. It's like if you guys are ever considered if you're just sick of your dry turkey, if it's just not hitting it, if you have to load it up on gravy just for it to taste good, don't burn your house down, but try deep frying that son of a gun. Cause I promise. It will be unbelievably delicious. Takes half the time too, so everyone wins. You're a busy guy, busy guy. Never have that time back. That's fair. I've never had. I don't think I've ever had a deep fried jerky. I don't think I've ever had that. It's they they break it up a lot. Like the people who deep fry turkeys, they break it up a lot, and you're like, okay, like this shit. Yeah, right. It can't be that. It's always really dry. Like it can't be that much better. And then you taste it, and you're like. No, dude, that is that is a night and day difference. This is what we should have been doing our whole lives. Yeah, we should have been doing. We should like that's that's literally what you feel like. Damn, dude, like we really should have been doing this our whole lives. It contains all the moisture in there, like none of it runs out because it's just in the oil. Crispy, ah, dude, it's worth it. It's worth it. Just don't burn your house down. Fellow Midwesterners with me up here. We, we got something to try this year in the next couple of days. If you can figure out how to pull that off, invite me over. I'll be there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good one to me. All right. I, I think that's a solid number one for what you're bringing it up as anyway. It should be there. That's um, what I'm saying. My number one, though, I'm going to have to disagree because uh, my number one is just better. Um, this is the only time in my life I use this word, too. Speaking of being Well, you could Midwest, try it. That's true. I've got to get around to it, but. Speaking of being from the Midwest, this is the only time I use this word, actually. Um, my number one Thanksgiving food is green bean casserole. And oh, that's a hot take. And we um, we don't say the word casserole on here much. Obviously, that's you know that. Hot it's dish. usually a hot dish. I don't know why we call this casserole and not hot dish. Whatever. I don't know why you just said casserole. I don't I don't get it either. So my family calls it. Is that weird? Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's weird. Maybe maybe we got it from somewhere. Is it maybe it's green bean tater, hot dish. Do you have green bean hot dish at your Thanksgiving? What's that? Are there tater tots in that one? No, hell no. That's just tater tot hot dish. Yeah, that's... Mom makes a good that. tater tot hot dish, which includes green beans. That's why okay, I Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But no, green bean casserole. Only time I have it every year, and it's the crime against humanity every year, um, is we only have it at Thanksgiving. But green bean casserole is the greatest thing, I think, of all time. It, that, that's really not up for debate. I think maybe that's why I have it hmm. ranked so high. I only have it once a year hmm. or with leftovers for a week. Hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely my number one because hmm. I think it's an exclusive thing to the holiday. The green bean casserole, definitely my number one Thanksgiving food. That's not up for debate. I haven't tried deep fried turkey yet. I'm going to have to get around to that. But mm-hmm. dude, have casserole, Dave, have Dave it. Food. I'm sure Dave would love to put a giant bird in a boiling pot of burn down his house yeah that yeah. if you want something to burn down the house that's probably the i mean probably the first guy i want to pick to do that well it's but not arson technically, responsibly it? want in charge it's not arson technically right it's not I well i don't think so no i think you'd be fine that's all innocent. right dave go ahead collect your insurance money deep fry <laughs> just let the house year. go <laughs> we're in the kitchen don't do it outside the special uh, one yeah that sounds like some way to try yeah no i can see i can see you guys doing that next year well it's not 
Let's just let's keep from burning things down. Let's, well, let's let you people, you weirdos. You're Arizona. acting like Dave can't handle a deep fried turkey. He could do it. He could do it. It's just with man. his eyes closed. He's a dad. Yeah, it's true. Maybe like that's a dad, bad thing. Dads can grill or fry something they've never done before, and they could probably. I feel like they just pick up on it. They just know. It's just like an internal clock in the back of their heads. That's fair. I don't know. That's just what that's I think. <laughs> well, that's a solid list. Draft, yeah. It's a good draft or a good, a good power ranking, anyway. Yeah, you didn't have stuffing on there, did you? I didn't. It. It was one of those things where stuffing was going to be my number three, but uh. I realized I needed gravy. I realized I, I'm going to write that down in my quote book, but I realized I needed gravy. Connor Huey. Put that one. I would wear that t-shirt. But first, let's get the gravy. Absolutely. It needed to be done. We needed the gravy. I needed to pick it. So We're going to have a ridiculous yeah. amount of merch here coming up. <laughs> right? All just Thanksgiving quotes. <laughs> Last holiday of the year. But first, the gravy. 100%. I agree. We'll use that in all of our shows from now on. All right. Sure. Well, that rounds out episode number 11 of Spunk Lake Sports. Hope you guys really enjoyed this Thanksgiving episode. I know it's pretty short, but, you know, I, I feel like you guys are going to be holding back, ralphing up your Thanksgiving dinners rather than uh, listening, to our, <laughs> listening to our podcast while Too doing much football. it. So, Too much football this weekend. Yeah, listen to us before church. Get to church and then stuff your face because we'll be doing the same. Otherwise, claw on any other parting words. Well, one thing that we didn't touch on the show, I'm not going to get into it. Golfers, yeah, just bring the axe back. Just get the axe back home. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll leave on that note. Uh, I'll leave on if the Wolves beat Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat on Wednesday tomorrow, I will be asking for bail fair enough go ahead to set your go ahead to set your holiday weekend but happy thanksgiving everybody <laughs> treat yourselves <laughs> thanksgiving the that's year. the only way to go right <laughs> absolutely no better way to go out all right awesome well thanks again guys spunk lake sports episode 11 keep punching the retweet share do whatever you can for us because i mean we'll be pumping out merch pretty soon i can see that happening Cool shirts, fun shirts. Things in the works. The all the above. We're always working on something here. So stay tuned. Keep in touch with the uh, social media sites, but we got more coming for you. Best weekend of the year. All right. Best weekend of the year. We'll catch you guys later for episode 12.